Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Relating and Recovery podcast. I'm an alcoholic and addict. My name's Dustin. I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict. My name is Jay. We are just two guys learning to live and grow in recovery. We are sober members of Alcoholics Anonymous, and we find it important to tell you that we don't speak for Alcoholics Anonymous. We're just a couple of guys trying to stay sober and maybe, just maybe, help someone else along the way. Maybe. I'd like to point out that we are not experts. We are not here to teach you anything either. We want to share experience, strength, and hope, and possibly inspire, and have some healthy but sometimes difficult conversations about recovery. So, join us, Relating in Recovery Podcast. Man in the glass, the only one to please, never mind all the rest, we'll relate in recovery, recovery. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Buddy, <laughs> I'm good, man. I like to think that, you know, like... It- if I was any better, I'd cancel my life insurance, you know? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> you never know when you might need it. Oh, that's true. I mean, we gotta, if I'm living for today, right? Who knows what tomorrow will bring, right? <laughs> they always say live, like, live, live today like, like it could be your last, but, use a, but pay your bills and use a condom just in case. <laughs> oh, that's dark. That's dark. But I like it. But I like it. So what's going on? What's new with you? Um, I, I'm still kind of, uh, vibrating from last week's episode with Jordan, right? Like he really just, he got me, he, he just has a wheel of a way of getting my wheels turning, man. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. That was, uh, you know, but like we've talked before about perspective. I like, I like Jordan's perspective on things. Uh, it just ha- hammers some stuff home for me. Right. I, yeah. I learned a lot just by, just by talking with him. Yeah. Uh, and then awesome. of course the fellowship, right? The meeting after the meeting, right? Yeah. Like so it's out, good. outside when we were leaving, guys, we actually probably could have recorded three more podcasts just in the conversation. But <laughs> yeah, for it sure. was amazing. Yeah, no, I, I, I was, uh, I was, I was really, really uh, in, in, impressed with, with his, uh, you know, his commitment to the walk. Right. It's amazing, yeah. man. It's and you awesome. know, and it's funny because I had, so like, I had an expectation of how it was going to go down. And that's such a dangerous thing for me, right? Like, I, I really shouldn't have expectations. He was teaching us outside after. He mentioned a, a line he didn't even realize he was teaching. At least he taught me. At least I learned. He says, you know, don't get uh, attached um, to the outcome, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but for me, the, the one thing that I, I, I sometimes I get inspired by those little, those little lines that we use, right? And yeah. the, the one that always plays in in my mind is uh you know was it uh expectations are resentments under construction whoa right? god shot <laughs> um yeah for for me like uh, i'm trying my best not to have expectations and it's hard right you you do you eventually do have expectations whether it's life love uh family uh kids well, aren't uh, some, uh, um, I, I, I don't mean to cut you off. Well, I kind of do, because that's why I did it, right? <laughs> Butch always says, you can't say I didn't mean to if you're actually doing it, right? Yeah. You know? So I totally meant to cut you off. Yeah. And, uh, and because I think, because I honestly believe in the heart of hearts that, that we need to have some level of expectation. I need to have some level of expectation, bro. Yeah. I can't have, like, go through life without, without having a, um, I mean, I don't want to use the word hope, because that's the key, right? That's the key to everything, but... For me, but but I have to have some form of ed, uh, expectation because that allows me to follow my um, 
my belief to reach a goal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, isn't that reality? But how does that play into to what, what Jordan dropped on us there, right? I don't have to get attached to the outcome, yeah. but that doesn't mean I don't plan for uh, to try and and and, uh, and and this is and I don't I know this is a this is a funny one. It's going to get real iffy here if I start talking about my will versus God's will. But I also have um, a responsibility to take care of things in a certain way with a perceived expectation of how it should, how I hope that it's going to end. Right? Okay. So I don't know. Let me. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to um, wake up in the morning, set my alarm for a certain time because I have somewhere to be at 11 o'clock. So I set my alarm. I go to bed with that expectation the alarm's going to go off, right? And, and if the alarm doesn't go off, then and, and I become attached to that expectation, of course, my mind could go all crazy. But, you know, if it goes off, I'm not even going to give it a second thought because I've already had that attachment to the expectation as opposed to the outcome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So then what do I do, though? Right? What if the alarm doesn't go off? Well, it's... You know, that's where acceptance comes in, I guess, right? <laughs> just, <laughs> or do I yell and scream and lose my mind? You know, uh, what, what would that do you? Uh, whole lot of nothing, right? Yeah. But I mean, I, 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 that isn't a feasible option. I, my, my point, my point of saying that is like, is that is that okay? So I really love how he said, "Don't get attached to the outcome." But I don't know. I believe that if I don't have some sort of formulated plan in my mind, like, and I think I have to, even though I can accept everything under God's in God's world as not as happening exactly how it, how as it's going to go happen, whether I like it or I don't. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't, but that doesn't mean that doesn't negate my responsibility to take certain actions to allow certain things to happen. Yeah, but I, I think I, I think for me though, and, I, and it's just coming to mind. I, I think there's there's a difference between an expectation and a goal, right? You know, a, a goal is a is a you know, uh, you know, a marker, right, uh, of what I would like to happen. An expectation is what I'm expecting to happen. Okay. Right. And and so if I'm if I'm expecting something to happen, I guess I'm putting my myself in a position to be disappointed, or you know, whereas if I'm setting a goal and I don't meet that goal, um, I I can already I can already be prepared for that, right? Because there's you know. The, so are you so you saying so I would practice acceptance before in, in lieu of an expectation or in my case I believe that I'm going to have some sort of expectation whether I plan to or not and then have to practice acceptance on the result of that whether it's met or not met I totally agree yeah no right I don't have Absolutely. a choice about the, my expectation yeah I don't right I mean I, I I guess I do to a certain extent like look I, if, if I'm if I listen to Rick and I talk about and they talk about uh, impermanence and everything has this, is in this constant state of change, right? It's constantly changing, right? So, and, and I know that every living being is in a constant state of change. So I'm not going to attach myself to a relationship with an expectation that's going to last forever. Yeah. I'm not going to attach myself to a job with the expectation that's going to last forever. Or my life, for that matter. Yeah. Or my child's uh, situation. Or the people I love situation. Or the weather. Like, I'm not going to attach that stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I realize that those things are in a constant state of change. But when I have that, when I, when I have that marker that you say, that goal, um, I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to have a choice in having an expectation to, okay, so I have an expectation that we're going to finish this podcast today and this is going to be a bomb diggity episode, right? right? I have this expectation of that, yeah. right? And now did I put that there? Did I come in here and say, well, maybe, I guess I did, right? Invariably I said, I'm going to come in here and make this, and we're going to be a part of this, this bomb episode. True. Okay, so like for me, in especially uh, we're both relatively in early recovery, right? Oh, I'm a baby. I, yeah, I know nothing. Same with me. So let me go on a quick so, disclaimer. I know nothing. 
Okay. <laughs> well, well put. So, so a lot of times for, for me in early recovery so far is, is taking these lessons that, that, that we're talking about and identifying how I actually feel about them and what they are. Mm-hmm. And so what is an expectation to me? What is, what is a goal to me? What is, you know, so like for, for me, like is, is, is what you're saying now? Like, like, so when I, when I have an expectation, I'm expecting something to be a certain way. Right. And then if I'm attached to that, then, then I have a feeling after it. Right. Right. So right. L- like I was saying before, if I have a goal, um, I, I just it, like, that's all it is. It's a, it's a decision that I would like something to turn out that way, but I'm already in a, like you say, in a state of acceptance that maybe I might not hit that goal. And, and, and what's it going to be if I don't hit that goal? So if right? I'm living in that space, I'm in a good space. Yeah. You know, and I think, but I, but do you consciously think that going into a situation? In, in recovery, I, I do because I, I've been taught that an expectation leads me to a, a rabbit hole that I don't want to be a part of, right? Which can place me in a position to be hurt. Okay, let me just throw this out here. If that's what you believe and then that's what you're saying, then are you, are you worried about the expectation not getting met? Because if you're thinking that ahead of time, aren't you already setting yourself up and putting yourself in that rabbit hole? No, I'm just I'm just detaching myself from the outcome. Well, like the outcome Jordan, the outcome hasn't happened yet. Right. So, so, but but I know for me, if I get set on, you know, a certain that, outcome, a, a certain outcome, bum, bum, bum. then it, then I'll build it up in my head and it might get a little out of control. Ladies like, and gentlemen, just, we have a runner. Just just like with the podcast, right? I have a goal that this is going to be great. Sure. Right. But I have to I have to be at peace with the fact that <coughs> we we might just slay this thing, right? No, we might not get any listeners. No, right. No one might, you know. Right. People might not like it at the end of the day. Oh yeah, and, Noah. Noah and, thinks it's garbage, and I'm I'm okay with that, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm okay with that because we're we're having a healthy conversation. We're learning. We're growing. Hopefully, and um, that's that's just the way it is. But if I expect that people are gonna like it, I expect that all of our episodes are gonna be great, and you know, listen like listenership is gonna be off the uh, off the ch- the charts when it isn't. I'm I I turn it around on myself. Right, because right? I'm my I'm my hardest critic in in recovery. So pre acceptance, yeah, as opposed to post acceptance, yeah. So less and, work later. And so and, and more work now, less work later. Yeah, absolutely, more work now, less work later. Yeah. Totally, because like, chop wood, carry I, water. Yeah, man. Like I, for me, like I, I just shout look out, at it shout all out the, to Peter M. <laughs> I always look at it as I've spent so much time dealing with these these thoughts and concepts which are not necessarily all new to me in, in just in recovery. Well, you know, like I had, I had a good upbringing. My parents have tried to instill lots of good morals and ethics in me. And, they, and they've taught me these lessons throughout my life. I just didn't apply any of them right. or, I, or I didn't ha- I didn't know how to apply them. Right. right. Um, and, and, you know, subsequently I went down a, a wrong path and it led me to hurt and, and, and almost dying. Right. As mm-hmm. a result of my addiction and alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Or, now, did, or did you go down the right path and, and here you are? And, and here we are, right? right? Well, yeah, it's just saying, j- j- just the way the way things are phrased sometimes. But now I'm <laughs> in a place. Now I'm at a place where I'm I'm sober and I'm trying to be the best version of myself that I can be. Oh, yeah, so so I'm trying, you know, trying my best to practice these things that are taught in recovery, right? And and so if I'm gonna try to do the the best that I can and I, and and like. 
for me in in literature in the big book it tells me re- resentments are are very dangerous right they, yeah, they, they're they can be fatal right a thousand so, percent. so if an expectation leads me you know Ooh, possibly to a resentment yes then refill that refill then, that refill that then i i gotta watch out for this True. right be, be, because it's like i said it's a rabbit hole right so i i'm i'm looking at it if i do more work at the beginning then i i, I got less a uh, less of a cleanup well one of my, well, my that was a, that was a mind my, that was my, a good one man my, I, I, fa- my favorite speaker says uh you know it's e- it's easier to stay out some shit than get out some shit yeah right right so like it, it, i can i can avoid conflict but if, if i don't avoid the conflict you know it, it'll be a lot less work to avoid the conflict than it would be to get myself out of the conflict right right so it's easier to stay out some shit then get out some shit right yeah so i'm i'm willing at this point to do more work prior hopefully hopefully so it's crap it's <laughs> crap know, yeah crap I, I, for that expectation to be not met. yeah and it, it isn't that everything we, we learn in recovery though we get up we prep prep for our day sure you know we do our readings we do you know our prayers that depending on your spiritual life we we set out for our day with that uh, hopefully a healthy mindset and a healthy attitude and then by the time the world kicks us in the butt we head back to a meeting at night and we we, we readjust our yeah, attitude yeah. And, we, and we get connected with yeah. our fellows and then and then we we finish it all off hopefully with our higher power at the end of the day and we, we try again tomorrow right so so it's, it's all about preparation right i love that and so man. i'd rather prepare for the worst for me right then then have to have to deal with that so if 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 okay, so if i think about my my what i was if i'm going to circle back and be honest about what i just said and if i'm going to back up my own my own lyrics here yeah um i i'm going to have to be honest about letting go of that expectation but how do i let go of it if i don't know it's there so and if it's happening organically because i just assume things are going to be a certain way based on my actions yeah. right i assume um that i'm going to be sober by the time i go to bed tonight but that's because I'm going to continue to do today what I did yesterday afternoon and throughout the evening. And if I did it yesterday and it worked, I'm going to have to have an expectation that I'm going to go to bed sober tonight. Yeah. Now, well, clearly that's a heavy shot because if I don't go to bed sober tonight, we got bigger problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got it. However, right. it's like as an example, like it's like I have to be able to let go of that expectation prior to me even formulating an expectation. Yeah. Right. So that's the practice, right? Yeah, absolutely. Wow it's it like it's it's a very challenging thing to do like i don't i don't do it perfectly not even close i get all kinds of expectations especially you know it w- with my relationship with my wife um i get expectations about how i should be handed my tim hortons sure. coffee through the drive-thru like, absolutely i i, I get and those little, ones are rightfully so I, <laughs> well, you, you know what i get bent out of shape shape about you know i know i know they're trying to be quick in the drive-thru and i know they're working on their times but sometimes it feels like they throw my coffee and my donut right at me right yeah and i i think to myself who do they think they are and then i have to turn around on myself like, who the hell who, are you who do who do i think i am yeah you know, this guy's just trying his best to to, yeah. to be the best he can be at his job or whatever right, right? and so like for me that that's where that you know because what we're really talking about right now and, and looking at expectations and 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 tying them into resentment and all that we're we're, we're taking inventory right right and, and if we're in a constant state of taking inventory of ourselves right then you know i i believe that there's there's a, a lot of growth to be had above all else to thine own self be true yeah and and at the same time we're working our program we're working our steps along the way right because i don't like like what i've realized in, in the last year of my recovery is i don't know how to live a 
a happy and healthy life without the 12 steps. I've never had that. That's right. why the 12 steps were my saving grace. Right. So, so I got to work those steps every day, all day. Not just step one, not just step two. I got to try to apply all of them. What about step 11? Do you do that more than once? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all, all day. All day. Yeah. No, that's the, 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 that's the, uh, that, that's the, the good stuff right there. I, I love, I I love just wanna, the 11th step, right? Because it's, it's never ending. It's, it's, they, are, they really are. And I mean, and technically, if we're being honest with ourselves, we're no. doing some 12-step work right now. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, because, like, and I want to thank you for my sobriety because this is helping me stay sober today. Same right? here. And then uh, on top of that, that, I get to learn and grow and, uh, and find that happiness you were talking about without um, pre-dis- pre- pre- uh, you know, predetermined expectations. Like, yeah. you're just going to go through it and, and live it, you know, yeah. instead, of, instead of want it, right? Yeah. I was thinking, like, so if I'm going to, when I think about letting go, there's so many variables on letting go in our program, eh? Mm-hmm. Like so many, man. Big time. Am I letting go of resentments? Am I letting go of like my old life? Like letting go, it can encompass so much. But they're they're very specific in a lot of ways. Like, but they all have the same, um, you know. I'm gonna let go and let God in so many circumstances. But like when I think of like um, resentments, I'll go one way, uh, uh, maybe I'll share today or maybe another week. But um, when I think about, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share about that Buddha. Um, the, not the Buddha, the two gentlemen, the two monks, and they were walking along the riverbank and they had to cross the river. And they were, uh, and, 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 and there's an older one, he's, he's got a lot more experience, a bigger guy, and then a younger one with a little bit less experience, a, a smaller guy. And, and they have to cross this river because it's, kind of, it's not raging, but it's a little, it's, it's hectic. Uh, and they look over and there's a woman over, like just in the, in the yonder, and she's got like, um, like some baskets and bags and she's got to cross the river. Now, um, they're looking at her, they're looking at the river, they look at her, they look at the river, they look at each other. And finally, the older, bigger one goes over and he picks up this woman um, and carries her over to the other side of the bank and puts her down. Um, the other younger one's just looking at him because they have these vows in their lives that they're never to touch a woman, ever. Like, that's their thing. Wow. And they, yeah, be hard, yeah. <laughs> Circle back. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> that's another conversation. So he, so he sends... He, 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 the, little, the younger one just looks at him, right? And he's like puzzled and confused, right? And uh, they, he crosses, they both cross the river now and they walk along for, um, you know, an hour or two in silence. And the whole time, the younger one's like thinking to himself, like, how could he do that? He made vows, man. He like, he's not supposed to touch a woman, but here he is picking up this woman, carrying her across the river, putting her on the other side. Like what in the world? So finally he just couldn't contain himself anymore. And he says, I, I need to ask you what, what you were thinking when you, my brother, when you were picking up that woman and, and helping her across the riverbank. And, and uh, the, the older one just sort of looks at him and he says, you know, I picked her up and I carried her across the river and I put her down on the other side. Why are you still carrying her? You know? Yeah. And I mean, and then the reality is, is like if, if that's me and my expectation, so I'm carrying this expectation all day until... I get to the, you know, to what, to some perceived outcome. Well, I mean, there might not even be an outcome. It may, it may not even transpire to be anything, anything ever, yeah. right? Yeah. Man, that's just so much weight to carry around. It's like, that must be exhausting. I didn't even notice. No wonder I got a headache. I'm tired. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm tired. It's, uh, you know, I, I carry with me like a, a lot of my my treatment experience. Right. Um, there's there are some things that that just stay with me too. You know, throughout my recovery process, and and the one was um, they got us to read the this book, uh, 
the four agreements by, by Don Miguel Love Ruiz. It. Um, and uh, oddly enough, it was probably the first book I've read like in like 17 years, but <laughs> front to back, but um, it gives a, and it talks about how a deer in the forest, um, you know, if it makes a mistake, it only pays for that mistake that one time. Whereas, you know, humans are the only species in the world that pay for a mistake that they've made over and over and over and over again. Imagine. Because we, well, you know, it's, I think it's for, for a lot of reasons, but we hold resentment, right? And then we did the, right after, right after that, we did the uh, uh, drop the rock. Oh, man. And, and oh, you know, man. So, so if, if anyone's unfamiliar with this, that the counselor gets you to um, talk about your first, uh, you know, your biggest three resentments and you, you write them on the rock. And then uh, you get a rock from the garden, you, you bring it inside and you paint your three resentments on it. And, and then he, he talks a little bit about resentments. We get a bit of lesson about it. And then he says, well, you know, your job for the rest of the day is to hold on to the rock. Yes. And so I'm carrying around this rock um, that day and we were told to do everything with it. Uh, shower, eat food, the whole deal. Um, so I'm carrying around this rock and I'm thinking like, this is ridiculous right and i'm i'm mad at my counselor and i'm you know what, what, what's he what are we doing this stupid stupid lesson for <laughs> yeah, and like you know and then I, about part part way through the day it was only a couple hours after i've been hanging on to this rock because it it started to get heavy right and it started to weigh me down Imagine. and of course because I, I at that time and still you know i have i work on a big fat inflated ego I, I pick a big rock, right? A good sized rock. And so my, my arm's getting tired. My ego's bigger than your ego. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, here we go. <laughs> so my arm's getting tired and I'm getting more resentful about him, you know, making me pick up this rock and carry it around. And, and finally it hits me like, oh, that's what I'm doing with these resentments, right? Carrying them around. Yeah, I'm carrying them around through yeah. life. And, and, yeah. it, and they're not, it, it's not helping me. I'm just reliving it over and over and over so again and hurting. And these resentments are coming from that expectation yeah. that's not being met. Yeah, exactly. And so at that point, I just, I, I remember I like scurried yeah. to, to his office. I'm like, I want to get rid of this. And yeah. He's just like, I get by, it. I get by it. all yeah. means. One of those, right? By all means, yeah. yeah. And he's like, get rid of it. Start picking up new rocks and just tossing them for the kick, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I got rid of that rock and, you know, I, I, I felt something in that, right? But but more importantly, I learned a lesson. And that has held me in in, in a good place since then because it's, it's allowed me to be, to be open and determined and motivated to do the work because I saw that there was freedom in that work, right? Mm -hmm. I saw that that's where part of my problem lies is my thinking. And, it, and if I continuously work on the way I think about things, in a healthy and positive way mm -hmm. that that's where the growth is going to come and, and and i believed in it like I, I believed in in you i believed in in the counselors in the, in in the in the treatment center like that's that's where that's where i'm going to get it from uh, is is putting the work in right and we hear it all the time in the rooms right you know it, it works if you work it right, right. Right. So I'm just, I'm trying, you know, with, if with humility, you work it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying with humility to, to do the work Yeah, and it's actually become fun and, and it's something that I enjoy. And, you know, it, it sucks when you, you, you know, on, on your journey of self-discovery and you, you, you find that the, 
the negative shit. Yo, right? self discovery is not pretty. No, it's, no, it's, it's not. There's it's, nothing sexy about learning how it's messed up. You it's are. hard, but it also, it, if you're asking me, and this is just my opinion, it also makes you a badass, right? Because, oh my god, you're, you're damn right, man. You're not contributing to the the, the negative and the, the the crap in society. You're trying to put the best of yourself out there with kindness and love and, and hopefully humility and we get this opportunity to add to the world instead of take it you're an incredible amazing man bro uh, i i'm and, and you're right your ego's bigger yeah it yeah. is yeah i just had to throw that out there earlier because the truth is is like if i say that my ego's bigger isn't that my ego telling me that my ego's bigger yeah i i think his is bigger <laughs> it's definitely broken <laughs> well you know what isn't it we learned right that this our egos are in constantly are is constantly rebuilding itself yeah it's rebuilding itself from the time we sat down here to right now absolutely right? and then you talk and you you have got like a, an incredible grasp on humility that is absolutely mind-blowing to me I don't, I, I, that, that is a work in progress for this alcoholic addict, bro. It is for me too. You know, it's, like, it's you know, they say, like what, what, does G, what does G say in, uh, up in, in, in Brooklyn? He says, you know, that, um, you know, this isn't an ego deflating program. This is an ego smashing program, right? Yeah. And that's what we have to keep doing to ourselves. Yeah. And I think we get there perhaps by um, being aware that our expectations are relatively unhealthy yeah yeah yes like a, totally a part of me be. still holding on right yeah a part of me still gonna hold on because i feel like I, I'm, I'm gonna have to reprocess this and maybe in a future episode I'll, out of nowhere i'll just blurt something out but yeah. that um, circles back to what what we talked about with jordan it was his reservations underlying re reservations uh, right and it's in that it's it's in the work that, that that we do i believe that uncovers those reservations right it's having hard uh challenging conversations like this one with with your fellows with your, right. your your friends in recovery or your your sponsor or or whomever right yeah need a name but it's it's when you're you're diving into that work with honesty that that we sometimes have those aha moments and realize that we're holding on to something right and that's that to me that's that's where the freedom can be what a beautiful episode man yeah it was on point man thank you very much for my uh, sobriety pretty cool another good talk buddy i just want to throw a quick psa out and uh and before i forget i want to thank again uh Warren P, David D. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, and people, Liam and Liam, my Liam. God, Liam and his father, um, Dan, Dan C. So and Liam C. They, these guys, we couldn't have done this without you, and uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, like I said before, I don't know anything about computers, so. Well, he, here we go again, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we, I just wanted to say uh, quickly, my sponsors shared this uh, at a meeting recently. You know, there's this guy and he walks into a bar and he uh, and he asks the bartender. He says. Uh, Hey man, give me a shot of Jack, and uh, he pours him a shot of Jack Daniels, and he's sitting on, and he takes the, the shot, he looks at it, and he slides it across the bar, and he looks at the bartender again. He says, uh, "Give me another shot of Jack." And now the bartender's puzzled. He looks over at the at the guy. He looks over at the shot of glass that he pushed away, and he, he says, "Okay, whatever." So he pours another shot of Jack, and he puts it on the bar, and he hands it to the guy, and the guy picks it up. He looks at it, and he, and he swings it down and 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 drinks it. Now the bartender looks at him and says, "I don't get it. Why did you push the first one away?" and and drink that when he says, well, I'm in, I'm in a 12 step program and they tell me that it's the first one that gets you. <laughs> so that's, I figured I'd go with the second one. Yeah. And I just wanted my public services announcement is that's not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Great. Great way to end it. That, that was beautiful. I love you, um, man. Yeah, I love you too, man. Let, let's, uh, let's do this again. See you next week. All right. Sounds good. All right, man.